This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Female Orgasm Podcast, where we will explore the potential of female orgasm, more pleasure, and a better sex life for both men and women. This is Terry Goffinette, and I am your host. Today you'll hear excerpts from an interview with Vladimir, a student of the Welcome Consensus, who agreed to be interviewed on his experiences regarding delivered orgasm. This interview was conducted in a question-and-answer format, and he did not know the questions in advance. He only knew that the topic would be about delivered orgasm and documented as part of ongoing central research of the Welcome Consensus. He agreed to allow parts of the interview to be published in this podcast in the interest of informing people who are new to these ideas. He will be describing what drew him to learning about delivered orgasm and how it has affected his life and his relationships with women. What was happening in your life that had you look for more information? I mean, ever since I was young, I had been seeking for more information. And um, it was a pretty constant thread that had been running through through my life. So, you know, various books you can find that are, that are pretty common out there. And, you know, just thinking about stuff, I always had fun with, with the women in my life. So I was like, oh, let's, how can we have more of that? And so I always got off on getting women off. So I wanted to know more about that. And so that was just a con constant thread that when I heard, wow, there's, there's a, you can have a one-hour orgasm, that I wanted to find out more about that. What were your first impressions when you learned about deliberate orgasm? Well, my first impressions when I first learned about deliberate orgasm, I'm going to answer as if from the class, because that's really where, I mean, I saw the videos and I kind of tried them, uh, but really my experience changed when I came to the, the Common Sensuality class and saw the uh, OIC for the first time. And then I just uh, expanded what I thought it was going to be. So I'd been looking for kind of a better way to get a woman off or another way to get a woman off, kind of as just another tool or technique. Um, and saw that it was just so much more after the OIC. For you to take what you experienced and learned in the OIC and then to incorporate it into, into your life, how was that? Um, it was very fun. Like after that, that course, relationships with women became a lot easier. And I mean, I'd always had friendships with women, um, but somehow they just became easier and it was easier to enjoy that they were women and I was a man and still have it be friendship and play and fun. Um, that it was okay to say, you know, wow, you look awesome, and have them receive it as just that, you know, know that there was nothing else expected, and, and they enjoyed that I saw them as a woman, and I enjoyed them seeing me as a man. And all that happened effortlessly. It's hard to, it's hard to say. It's almost like women oriented to me differently. Like literally, just they would shift their bodies in my direction for no reason that I could tell. 
Were there um, were there any challenges incorporating doing into your into your sex life? Uh, you know, the only challenges I had incorporating doing it into my sex life was the initial um, uh, mechanics. So the comfort with the position, for example, and being able to relax in, in the position took a few dates. Um, I had, it was an interesting challenge getting the thumb to pull back the hood consistently. Uh, you know, making sure I was on the clitoris and then with more and more fine-tuning that I'm on the spot. Um, and that was kind of a, the first piece that once they fell into place, then it's pretty much been uh, fun and more and enjoyment. I mean, I like that too, because it was a discovery. But once I got comfortable with that, then it's pretty much a almost self-perpetuating system of fun. Think about delivered orgasm and doing it in the head. You've seen a woman's clitoris before? Before learning uh, about the liberal orgasm, I hadn't seen a woman's clitoris with that specificity. Um, so I basically would have seen the hooded one and maybe the glands peeking under without really making the distinction. Um, so this is the first time I actually pulled back the hood and, and noticed that there was many facets. Tell that story about how not reciprocating how that change. Sure. I think it's a great story. Okay. So uh, this partner and I, it's a, it's a lovely progression to watch when I first started doing her and to how I'm still doing her. And at the beginning, she would often, you know, relax and enjoy it for a while and feel good. And then I suddenly start trying to kind of get me off at the same time. And I said, no, no, it's all right. Just, you know, you enjoy it for now. And that's what this is. There's no, there's no need for reciprocity. And I began to realize that that happened maybe two or three times. And that was one of those resistance points where she didn't want to feel what was going on and was distracting. Or I, I don't know exactly how to phrase it, but it was a way to not feel or, or be aware of what was happening at the time and divert attention to me. And so whenever I said, it's okay, you know, just rest there, relax. and. You know, when she got through that and the big, like, deep breaths of, okay, it's okay, she would feel a lot more pleasure and, and feel more intensity. So that occurred over several, I don't know, weeks or months, a couple months maybe. And she, she's kind of, one day after a do and when we were talking, said, so, you know, I had not realized how much she had limited her pleasure. She didn't realize how much she had limited her pleasure and experience when being sexed, you know, however, oral sex or manual or, or intercourse. She didn't realize how much she had been limiting her experience and pleasure because she had been thinking about what she was going to have to do in response and how she was going to have to reciprocate. And that was hidden. She didn't know this, but it had really some decisions she made and it really limited her, her pleasure. And so she really, part of that opening of her experience was that there was no quid pro quo. Um, you know, often I go there, I do her, we have a conversation, 
and I, you know, I leave. I, no, there's no sex of intercourse. I don't get done. Um, and that was a big deal for her. Um, I didn't realize that that would be that big a deal, but it allowed her to re like relax and release and let go of a lot of what was holding her back and feel more. So in doing quite a different, um, using the concept of those people putting their attention on one person's body. Um, uh, doing by putting both people's attention on one person's body and orgasm uh, makes it easy, I guess, for one person to just let go and receive. Um, and it's, it's hard to do two or three different things at the same time, like give and receive. So that, uh, that allows the person being done to just let go and, and accept and feel what's happening without having to think about any of the things that, you know, can pop up about this and that and is somebody else, are they getting what they want? So what about you as a doer? How, how is it different for you knowing that she has her attention on her body and you have your attention on her body? How, does that, how is that different for you? Um, as the doer, putting all my attention on her body and uh, knowing that she has her attention on her body is wonderful because I get to learn more about what uh, she enjoys and what gets her off. And I learn, so I mean, I'm having fun and I'm learning, which is really what I like. What do you like about doing? It, it feels good to me as a, as a man to be a part of someone I like and friendly with and care about feels good for me to be a part of their having pleasure. And uh, it seems to be uh, a practice that continues to grow. So it's different every time and I learn every time. And it, I think that continues, like you will continue to do it. You'll continue to learn and your orgasm will continue to get better. And I'm, I'm not sure there's any limits to that, except the ones that you find some way to impose on your way to getting rid of those limits. Would you men get out of doing a woman, a woman besides, besides giving her pleasure? What, what does a man get? <clears throat> a man gets out of doing a woman, a happy woman. Um, and that is a very good thing for anyone who relates with women. Um, makes things more fun. Uh, in so many ways, it affects your household positively. And interestingly, because fun means different things and intensity is fun. Uh, but so when you do a woman and when you give her all the orgasm she wants, she's gonna be happy and that's gonna lead to new possibilities of fun and uh, make things a little easier than they've been. What would, would you like men to know about deliberate orgasm? Uh, men should know about deliberate orgasm that it's possible uh, to have a woman in orgasm far beyond what you think is possible and to be a direct part of it. Uh, it's so far beyond 
what you think is possible is the pleasure a woman can experience. And you can be a part of it. And deliberate orgasm is a means to get there. And it's a fun means to get there. What have you learned from a woman's orgasm that you have incorporated into your orgasm? Um, what I've learned from a woman's orgasm that has helped my uh, orgasm and my experience is to, you can remain relaxed with more intensity. That allows the energy to, to kind of spread through your body as pleasure. It, I, I choose to feel it as pleasure, I guess. And so that combination of uh, feel more but remain relaxed at the same time opens up a whole world of experience that is, that is uh, new information. You've been listening to the Female Orgasm Podcast. Tune in again soon for fresh new topics that will bring more pleasure and orgasm into your life. To find out about the Welcome Consensus DVDs and courses on delivered orgasm, you can visit their website at www.welcomed.com.